Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What's up, everybody? Jimmy Kolb here. And welcome back to the Kolb Strong Power Podcast. All right, everybody, episode 25. Wow, quarter of the way to 100. A very small percentage to 1,000, right? I don't do math. Thanks for sticking with me. Thanks for tuning in. I've got a lot of you uh, messaging me, tagging me in uh, some posts and things that you're enjoying the content. I really appreciate that. Makes it worth doing. So uh, before I get started with episode 25, I wanted to first uh, just kind of update you on some training. I like doing that first. Um, I am dealing with a little bit of a shoulder. It's not an injury. I will not. It's not an injury. Uh, problem. Nah, that still sounds too messy. Um, a shoulder thing. I was doing some overhead extensions. Now, if you follow me and know my training, I do nothing overhead. No overhead training whatsoever. I think it can hinder bench progress. That's just a, you know, one guy's opinion, so don't take it to heart. I don't do anything overhead, but occasionally I'll do some overhead extensions for the triceps to hit that long head, the head that matters in the triceps. But uh, I was doing some dead stop extensions from behind the head where the bar was actually sitting on a pair of pins uh, between every rep, and I was doing, I think I my top set was like 225 for like a set of 10, or some shit like that, and the next day, holy fuck, my sh- my right shoulder was uh, very sore, actually kind of felt like the joint was coming out of place from time to time, very strange, uh, mostly it's gone, I have just one little spot uh, underneath the anterior deltoid uh, that's kind of giving me some problems, but we're working through it. Uh, tentatively, based on the, obviously the state of the nation anyway, tentatively going to be going to one of Amy Richlack's meets, uh, end of January, uh, benching single ply. I made my semi-annual switch to single ply and I am loving the shit out of it. I know I've talked about that in previous podcasts, switching from multiply to single ply and how that change of stimulus yields great results and it is yielding some great results. I don't, I'm not going to talk numbers, that's my business, and for you guys to find out later. <laughs> anyway, so moving on, moving on. What I wanted to talk to you today about, it's not, I can't even really put a title on it. So what I'm just going to do is start talking. So what I want to talk about is when things don't really go the way you want them to. Um, we all have those days. We all have days where something is not necessarily going to go the way we want. You're not going to hit the PR you want. Um, how do, what, how do I do, uh, what do I do to handle the situation? How do I make it better? That's a kind of a long subject, kind of a little vague subject topic, but I haven't talked about it yet. So when things don't go my way, I go to the gym. Now, oftentimes when I go to the gym, I have no freaking clue what I'm doing when I get there. Uh, I always shake it up and do something 
I don't, I don't plan for it. I walk into the gym and I go, hmm, it's a bench day. Let's see. Uh, how about we pick that piece of equipment over there? Um, how about we use that bar? Because that will probably suck and be really hard. And let's just go max effort on it, you know. Or the back routines that I do. For those of you that are on my Patreon, I don't think I've done the same back workout twice. And if I am wrong, please correct me. But I'm pretty sure on all the months I've been posting my six days a week uh, training on Patreon, not a single workout has been exactly the same. It's always something different. Um, that's, that's the point. That's how I train, you know, always doing something different. But let's just say I want to go in and hit a PR. I have, a, I have an actual plan to hit a big number. I have a plan to hit some numbers, <clears throat> and I walk into the gym, and I just feel like shit, or the vibe is off, or something. Whatever the case is, I just, and I can't perform. I cannot live up to my own expectations. What do I do? Well, this happened to me a little while ago. I wanted to go in and do something really fucking heavy on my second uh, accessory bench day, and I wasn't feeling it. My shoulder wasn't feeling it. I, something was up. I made something out of lightweight. I changed my goal for the day. Not the not the main reason I do this, but definitely a factor is I, I tell myself, look, I'm driving 45 minutes one way to get to the gym. From Triangle to Manassas is tentatively around a 40, 45 minute drive. Maybe longer, maybe less, depending on traffic. And I, I, I'm thinking, so I just, I spent the gas to get here. I, I made the effort to get here. I have to do something. I have to. I have to get something out of the, my time here. My time here is valuable. I don't live a minute down the road. I don't live in the back room. So when I come here, I have to do work. I have to get something out of this workout to move forward. So if I have to completely ditch my previous goal for the day, my previous plan for the day, so be it. I'll make something else out of it. Kind of making something out of nothing. That's kind of the way I look at it. You know, I came in, I wanted to hit a certain amount of reps with a certain amount of weight off of a certain board, maybe raw or not shirted, right? <laughs> or with my supercharged RAM and I'm just not feeling it. I feel like shit, nothing's working. Okay, that's fine. Um, I had to, I've had to do that plenty of times. I'm like, okay, so if I can't make this an absolute strength day or a day to increase my work capacity, I'll use lightweight and, uh, I'll work on a muscular endurance or something like that. I'll add supersets. Okay. I'll go do pull, uh, pulley pushdowns with a V bar for sets of 10 to 15 before some reverse grip uh, foam board presses with like two or three plates, something, something to challenge myself because lightweight, you can still challenge yourself. I'm, I'm a big fan of rest, pause, super sets, giant sets, things like that to increase work capacity, to increase overall uh, volume, you know, whatever the case may be. I'm always trying to challenge myself in the gym one way or the other. Now, what's something I don't do? I do not show up to the gym, miss a weight, uh, not attain a goal, get pissed, and then leave. Or get pissed and fluff off the rest of my workout. What, what, what's the point of that? You're spending the gas, the time, the money, the effort, 
to get yourself to the gym, you have to make something work. You have to. You have to challenge yourself. Now, doing absolutely nothing, say, sitting at home on the couch, yes, coming to the gym and doing a half-ass workout is going to yield more results than just sitting at home and vegetating on the couch. Yes, okay, I get that. But moving forward, getting stronger, becoming the best in the world, you can't afford to be making these these costly mistakes, these, uh, this is, oh, my workout's shit, oh, I didn't get a goal, fuck, you know, that, that that's such a immature attitude, I, I don't, I don't appreciate that, you can make something out of nothing, okay, and I always tell people this, I reference a lot of people uh, when I talk to them, this point where, okay, let's just say, for instance, you're, you're a 500 pound squatter, or something like that, okay, or a 500-pound bencher, and you're coming in to max out, and you have a goal, you know, of maxing out. Let's say that your 500 is your all-time max, and so now you want to hit a 480 or 485 on a random week, and you come in, and you're only, you're only able to manage a 450, you know, or, or a 445 or something like that. And you go, oh fuck, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not strong. I'm not getting any better. Oh fuck, I, I tell people like, listen, okay, that is your max for today. That is your max for this week. Now you've not gotten less strong. You're not getting weaker. But week to week, day to day, things are going to change. There's a lot of factors at play: sleep, stress, food intake, water intake, sodium intake, a uh, lot of different things. And your all-time heaviest max is not always going to be the max every single week. You're, you're, it's going to fluctuate up and down a little bit. So, like, okay, you're strong enough today to do this weight. Is that your best ever? No. Are you still getting challenged? Yes. If your body maxes out at that weight, you are being pushed. Is it your best performance ever? No. But it all is for something in the end. You can't come in expecting to hit a big bench, come within 50 pounds of it and almost fail, and then, ah, fuck this, and leave and get pissed. Like, no, that doesn't make any sense. If it's not quite what you wanted, okay, turn it around and make something else out of the workout. Uh, hit a different move. That's why I always challenge people to do the things that are hard, do the things that are difficult, and that challenge them. If you come in week after week after week, and all you do is back squat, all you do is just deadlift, eventually your body's going to stop responding to that, we all know, I've talked about this, and we all know the law of accommodation, doesn't matter what kind of intensity you bring to the workout, it doesn't matter how much rest you're getting, if you do the same shit over and over and over, you're eventually going to stall out, and that that, I can imagine that would get horribly frustrating. Oh my God. Um, that's why I tell people like, okay, what do you suck at? To put it very lightly, what what do you suck at? You're a sumo deadlifter. Uh, you, you deadlift 600 pounds, but you cannot... Here's a good example. I had a friend. If he's listening to this, I'm sorry. I'm going to use you as an example. Um, I had a friend, and he was a 600-plus, he pulled seven a few times, very, very strong deadlifter, naturally born to deadlift, 
sumo deadlifter, raw. And he liked to come into the gym and raw sumo deadlift. And the next week or the next workout, raw sumo deadlift. And the next week, raw sumo deadlift. I'm like, hmm, I'm seeing a pattern here. I don't like this. And eventually the strength gains stopped. And he'd ask me, hey, what do you think I should do today? I'm like, well, why don't you challenge yourself? How about you do, uh, if you want a deadlift, let's put a 45 on the floor, uh, smooth side up. How about you pull a conventional off of that 45 for a deficit and also add some chains to the bar for a, you know, overload at the top of the movement. Okay, and I help him set it up. And he might get to four plates with that configuration and maybe hit a double with it. Maybe, you know, maybe hit a triple with it. But that was it. And he wouldn't spend any time doing that. He'd completely, he'd ditch that and go right to his raw sumo deadlift. Because he wasn't, I don't, I think it was a matter of when he could, when he did sumo raw deadlift, you know, he was using 600 plus, 650 all the time, a big, strong, heavy weights, awesome. But when he was pulling the conventional deficit with chain weight, the you know the weight was obviously a lot lower, and I think people have a problem with that. They want to come in and lift the maximum amount of weight all the time, every time. But that's not what that's not what's going to push you forward. You have to do the things that challenge you. So for an ex- that using it as as an example, if your deficit conventional deadlift is two two hundred fifty pounds less than your sumo pole, you have a very obvious weakness that you need to exploit, that you need to work on. It challenges you. It's hard. Yeah, that's what do you think you should be doing more often? You know, do some zerchers. Do do something that's so fucking hard, two or three plates will humble you. If you're a 600-pound deadlifter and a movement with two or three plates is humbling you, I had another really good example, um, a, uh, not a friend of mine, but a person who approached me and was asking me bench advice. At a gym where... It was very USAPL dominant, so obviously I didn't fit in whatsoever. I didn't fit into the click of the gym. So I was I was there for seven months, and I was com- treated like a complete stranger. Uh, it was very, very odd. And I, it's just one more testament for to why I just hate the USAPL. A lot of their members are just the, the most snobby pricks, and it just, it just, it, I don't understand it. Nobody's willing to help you. They're all about themselves. This is all personal experience, obviously. But back to the subject matter. This individual approached me, and he was a tip. You know, he did SBD four or five days a week, asking me bench advice. I'm like, okay, well, he's you know he's courteous. He's at, he's approaching me, so I'm assuming he is going to appreciate my opinion anyway. You're coming to me. I'm not approaching you with advice. You're coming to me. And I asked him some questions, and he said that he'd been benching 350 for the last three years, like two or th- somewhere between two and three years. And I was like, Jesus H, fuck, dude. I said, three, that long? Your max, your max has not gone up. And I, it, was, it was his bench day, and he was actually benching. We, I watched him bench, and it was the, the exaggerated minute and a half setup that a lot of the USAPL people do. They, he sat on he approached the head of the bench sat on the head of the pad made his grip swung his body in with his feet up on the pad 
you know, started walking on the pad, trying to touch his damn shoulders with his legs, and did some weird kick in the air with both legs, and took two, you know, 15 seconds to wiggle his feet around on the floor, and you know, ass up off the pad to get the self hand off because you know, God be damned that you know he takes a hand off from somebody and super wide grip, and I was like, ah, all right, cool. I said, okay, so let's look at this. You're training with a mechanical advantage to your body's mechanics, right? You've got the wide grip. You've got the exaggerated arch. You are engaging your lower body. I can see that. You're benching 350. And I said, how often do you close grip? He goes, never. I was like, ah, okay. I shouldn't ask this, but I'm going to. How often do you, I don't know, how often do you floor press? How often do you incline? How often... Never, never, never. I'm like, okay, I'm seeing a little bit of a pattern here. I think you have a problem. I think you're ignoring a weakness that I'm sorry to say SBD training is just not going to fucking fix. So we walked over to the incline bench. I said, all right, man, I want you to max out with a close grip. Uh, the close grip where the trigger finger is touching the smooth of the bar. He got stapled with 185. He could not incline close grip 185. He failed. I said, all right, man. Well, hey, look. Obviously, 185, which is almost half of what you do flat, is stapling you, humbling you. There's your weakness. You have no tricep strength. You have, you know. So, and, and, he, and he walked away. And we never spoke again. And I'm assuming he's probably still benching in the neighborhood of around 350. So, that was my story as another example just of the whole going down the rabbit hole of you know doing things that challenge you but uh yeah i you know it's it's a matter of i i just don't i don't get it you know i just don't understand why somebody if i was benching that much weight for that many years i'd, I'd quit if i if i'm ignorant enough or arrogant enough to think that this training is going to ever yield a different result than what it has yielded me these last two or three years, you, you really got a serious problem, fundamentally, I think. What, I don't understand. Training A is going to produce result A. Training A is not going to produce results B, C, D, E, E, F, G. Okay, you have to do training B to produce a different result than A. Training C to produce different results than A and B together. That's the way it works. I just don't understand it. So I apologize for going on another one of my USAPL rants. But there you go. <laughs> that's that's another one for you. Add that to the laundry list. I'm sure I've I've spoken of. But uh, you know, no matter what I do in the gym. If I walk out sore, if I walk out exhausted, uh, feel like I've worked, that's something. Um, if I didn't, I, I did a, a I did a, a a Patreon video a while ago, and I walked in and I was trying to do, God, I was trying to do something. I was trying to do Buffalo Bar dead stop presses about halfway. Uh, the halfway mark dead stop presses with a supercharged ram. And I was trying to squeeze myself under this bar with the supercharged ram with the idea that this would be a good, <laughs> good thing. 
and I couldn't do it. I, I, I couldn't do it. I have, I on camera. I had to abandon because on Patreon, you have to understand what I'm, what I'm doing for my members is I'm showing them every single detail of what I do for training. Every little thing, every failed lift, every failed idea, every good lift, every good idea, every damn thing I do, I'm showing them to show exactly what, how my training goes. And a, a lot of times, shit doesn't go the way I want it to. And I still show it. I still show the bad days and the good days and the bad lifts and the whatever. But uh, I abandon that idea and then I just move to, okay, well, that's that's just that sucks, something awful. Let's just move on. Let's just try to do, I'll just do self handoff, you know, Buffalo bar two board presses with the supercharge. Right? And I, and I turned the workout around and I had a fantastic workout. It was amazing. I really felt worked. I felt challenged. Um, if I feel like I need more of a challenge, if I feel like, you know, even though I'm, I, I know how my body is. I know me better than anybody else. I know what I need. I know what I need to work on. But sometimes I still don't quite know what to do. Sometimes I walk in and go, God damn it, like I'm just running out of fresh ideas. I'll turn to one of my uh, training partners that's with me that day. I'll turn to Frankie or Joe or Mickey or Reed and just go, hey, what do you, what do you, what do you want to do? What, what do you want to do next? I'll, I'll follow them and let them lead the workout. And they'll go, oh, well, how about we go over here and do that? I'm like, oh, shit, I never, that's, that's a great idea. Let's go do that. And we'll fucking go crazy on it. And make something out of it. And oftentimes, having somebody else's input, having somebody else literally tell you what to do, even at my level, um, or other people's levels that are super high up there, that uh, that, that that can really work. So, um, a lot a lot of my training is solo. I, I you know obviously train back, uh, oftentimes alone. Sometimes I'll have one or two training partners with me. My secondary bench day. Usually I have a few people with me. Sometimes I don't. Uh, Saturdays are obviously the big bench day with the equipment. I'm with uh, a large group of people. I can't do it without my crew. Um, but it is, it is nice to have somebody else say, well, I, I, I wanted to do this today. I wanted to do back. I wanted to do a pull down, but do it like this or try this. I'm like, oh, fuck, let's do it, man. <laughs> let's, let's take it to it, you know? So um, that's what I wanted to talk about, you, you, you know, Making something out of nothing. That that's I guess that could be a title now that I've ranted for a little while. Making something out of nothing. So um you just have to. You have to be creative. Uh you cannot let your emotions get a hold of you. I've seen too, too many people uh become a head case. Uh not just at meets. You hear about head cases at competitions. Um I was at a competition here earlier this year. And a gentleman was warming up in the bench, and uh, his warm-ups were not going as planned. And from what his training partners were telling me, that he's you know handled eight fifty nine hundred plus in the in the in the uh, in the gym, off very low boards all the time consistently. And the gentleman had warmed up to somewhere in the sevens, I think, the opener being in the high sevens, I think eight or high sevens. And his warm-ups were not going according to plan. And because of that, he abandoned the competition. He took his shirt off. He went and sat in the back. He was done. That's that's a head case is what I would call that. You, you get it in your head. 
things aren't going your way. Things are not going according to plan, and and, and it's done. Um, that happens at meet. I've seen that happen a lot of times at competitions. Somebody feels like things aren't going their way. Why even bother stepping on the platform? I'm, I'm just going to abandon the meet. I'm done. Uh, training is fun. Training is good. Training is awesome. But the competition, the platform, that's is that is where it matters. You know, I I, I love I love the quote by uh, Mickey from uh, Rocky Two. I believe it was, and he told he was telling Rocky that uh, he was slacking in his training there at the beginning to fight Apollo Creed the second time, and Mickey told him, "Hey, hey, kid, listen." He he said to train for a forty-five minute fight, you have to train for forty-five thousand minutes, forty-five thousand. So I just look at how many training sessions, how many months of training sessions, and break that down to the hour and to the minute, and how much time and work an individual not even just myself, but any individual would put into a competition lift, you know. So, you know, I've trained since, I haven't competed since March 1st. I've just been training this entire time. I was t- I was supposed to compete a couple of times before that. They all got canceled because of the this whole uh, disease thing going around. But, uh, you know, to train for that long and you get to the competition, which you are paying for. And to get there and not compete because you don't feel good. Things aren't going your way. Fuck that shit. Get on the platform and do something. Don't be a head case. Get it out of your head. Hey, warm-up sucked, so fucking what? Go out there, lower your opener, do something. I don't care. Make something happen. It has to be worth it. But uh, going back to the beginning of that, head cases in the gym. Um, I see that a lot too. I've seen guys leave the gym in a piss ant fucking just mean nasty attitude just walk out of the gym because shit ain't going their way you know for me that means i just drove almost you know 45 minutes almost an hour if it was really bad traffic to get the gym and go eh, fuck this and feel sorry for myself and leave dude that doesn't make any fucking sense at all turn it around Go a different direction. Okay, that didn't work. So goddamn what? Go this direction. Let's try something different. You you have to. You have to be able to adapt and get in that mental attitude of just, okay, shit. Fuck that. You know, well, <clears throat> I guess one thing I did walk away from the Marine Corps with, a really good friend of mine, uh, he was actually one of my staff NCO for a while, and uh, he said uh, very early on when he came to the unit, he told me, he goes, hey, hey, man, hey, man. He, he he was one of the rare ones that actually spoke to me like a human being. And uh, he talked to me off to the side. He goes, hey, dude, like, sometimes you just got to know wh- when to not give a fuck. And that, that really stuck with me. I'm like, wow. You know, someday he's so worried about this, worried about that. You know, just, just don't give a fuck. Just, just do it. You know what I mean? It's It's... I don't know. It's just it's a it's a mental thing. It's an attitude thing. I, I know I the last episode was called attitude, uh, different different uh, type of attitude that I'm speaking of now. But uh, you have to have adaptability. You have to be able to reassess and move forward. So that is where I'm going to leave you off with. Okay, it's been a little while since I put a episode up. I apologize. You know, just life, and that's just life of the liver. Life gets in the way sometimes, but uh, thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate your your listens and your views. I see you guys. I see a general audience of around uh, as high as 82 people. 
That is amazing. I would love to crack 100 someday. <laughs> so uh, please talk about it, share it. Uh, if I can get some more listens, I would love to keep making these episodes for you. If you have an idea of something you want me to talk about, please DM me on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok, or you can Facebook message me. It's Kolb Strong across the board, or Jimmy Kolb Powerlifter on the Facebook. Uh, Patreon is going very, very strong. I'm still trying to grow that to this day. It's $10 a month, full access, six workouts a week, plus extras. My members request videos. Hey, can you demonstrate this? Can you show what it takes to get on one of your tight single plies? Can you make a video on how to manipulate a multiply? And I make custom videos for my members on top of the workouts as well. So thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for listening. I really, really appreciate you all. Please have a good rest of your week. And until next time, you stay strong. We'll talk soon.